Is everything going? Everything is going. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. If you're confused as to which podcast you've downloaded or have started playing, this one's ours. That's how you'll know if you're in the right place. If you signed up for ours, this, you did it. You done did it. If you signed up for maybe another podcast, this is the wrong one. And these are all great, helpful lessons to learn up top. I love that the moon is behind me. Yes, I wanted to make it extra spooky because as we all know, and I'm going to try not to blow out anybody's ears with this. Oh my God. Raise yourself. And that's your, yes, that is your cue to maybe heads up just for a second. But as we all know, it's Halloween. That was like barely anything. See, now that feels like maybe. That feels wrong. Okay, let's try it again. Um, it's, it's Halloween. Halloween. No, it's still not right. <laughs> That's the most you're getting without me killing people. It's not right. It's, it's Halloween, Halloween, I said. Going. No, no one, one wants, wants that, that, I don't think. think. Don't. Judging by our levels, this is where I have to, to tell, tell people it's Halloween. Halloween. It's the week before Halloween. I feel like you can't hear me. Can you hear me? I could hear you. Okay. All right. What do you... Oh, maybe this uh, hits something? Maybe. Can you say something else? Um, I feel like I can't hear myself. So... That sounds like a personal problem. So that sounds like a you-need-to-fix-us-now problem. Uh, I'm not sure if... There it is. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. It's Halloween, I said. It's the week before Halloween. And what is the week before Halloween? Halloween Eve. Mike's birthday. That's not important to anyone. It is important. It's important to me. I don't think anyone's horny for that information. I've been having such a hard time finding you what stuff for your birthday. And I already gave you one of your birthday presents that I got you because you're like, did you order them? Uh huh. And I think you had seen them because I tried to hide them underneath stuff in the very messy closet that's about to not be messy anymore. You tried to hide something in the closet? Yeah. And I thought you'd seen it, so that's why I gave it to you, because you had asked for it. Oh, you were wrong. You just gave me an early birthday gift, just because. You got two already. I got two? Mm-hmm. What was the other thing? One was notebooks. One was a year supply of notebooks, because I'm horny for them. Yep. And one was this. If you're watching the goddamn video episode, we got a neon sign that yeah. says, Welcome to our podcast. And I'm pretty sure all of it's spelled correct. And one more once over for that. Yes. <laughs> On the wide camera, it does look way smaller than it is Yeah. in real life. But I think it's an accent piece. It's not meant to overwhelm. Um, in real life, it looks like it's, the perfect size. It's super bright. We'll take a bunch of cool pictures with it. It's super bright, as Zoya pointed out. I'm not taking any fucking pictures with it. Okay, well, Zoya is in one of those non-patisserary states of mind. (laughs) And it's really um, effing my momentum for this particular show. I'm so sorry. Zoe, why have you taken it upon yourself to eff my momentum for this show? Well, because sometimes I feel like someone's got to keep you on your toes. Yes, and thank you for making my job more difficult. Mm. A lot of partnerships work because they go hand in hand in making life a little bit easier they for work one another. Together, right? They work together, right? They work together. I just really like working against you sometimes. Why? Because it's funny. 
if I were to make your life harder. Oh, you would have hell to pay. Yes. Yes. So I think that there is a bit of a double stand here. hundred percent. I'm no longer comfortable here. Well. Welcome to our show. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. I think today is the 19th. Today is the 19th. A sign came a day early. Ooh-ooh. Sign was supposed to come on the 20th. Thank you all for spending your morning with us. <laughs> I, had, I don't even remember, but I know that I recorded something beforehand and I wasn't sure exactly how that was going to come out, but it came out, didn't it? Right on. So it's like I always say. <laughs> I don't know how that could yeah. possibly work into I forgot everything I did. <laughs> but um, so we're having an interesting uh, time on the Discord right before I started this up. I was talking to some people in the photography channel of the mm-hmm. Discord. If you don't know what the Discord is, it's an app, which is basically a bunch of people who really like this show, talk. It's a Patreon perk. Every member of the Patreon gets to participate in the dick sword if they so feel obligated obligated and uh it's kind of my voice so if you could just that's the voice that i do obligated no obligated obligated no i'm gonna do it one more time obligated you pay attention obligated obligated uh and we're talking about photography recently and how i've been taking a lot of photos of live stand-up things that happen outside Mm -hmm. what a silly bo billy time we're at Mm -hmm. in our history where we kind of have to go under the radar and do silly bo billy comedy to make strangers laugh in parks or parking lots yeah or theme parks oh theme parks are open no but i wanted a third park related okay Remember that Beatles song that was like, Life goes on. <laughs> that sounds like Tiny Chef. <laughs> You're getting better at it by the Thank end. You. Not better than me, but whatever. Better than Jen. Um, uh, so so somebody said I was posting pictures of comedians doing stand up against what can only be described as a chain link fence, which does not look like what is the problem now? I licked the mic on accident. Why? I didn't mean to. I was when I was doing the bugated. Hey, this is the only mic that you're allowed to lick. Ever fucking so uh, somebody made the comment that it was uh, it's weird to see people having such a good, t- wholesome time in a setting that is maybe cold and uh, dark and not super inviting. Mm. There's a chain link fence and then there's a bunch of people laughing. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. I know that pictures like this aren't going to last forever. So it is a nice time, time capsule. capsule. Of the current times. And uh, and then... Capsule. What? Black Capsule. Zoe? Mike? So keep going. So it's a nice time capsule. Yeah. 
So, uh, and then in the, on the photography page, other people can, you know, obviously post pictures that they've taken the, a lot of fall colors now, mm-hmm. a lot of trees. Stop me if you've heard this before, but a lot of, what's this? I have something, something's happening with my finger. Okay. Obligated to figure out what, it, what it is. Um, so there's a lot of, I don't know, people just taking walks out in public and posting pictures. That's good to it's get good. outside. It's a fun time. Yeah. Get some fresh air. Get some fresh in you. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people on those dating apps trying to get some fresh in you. Obligated. Use the promo code WTOP. Is that real? Well, I didn't even name a company. I just said dating apps. Yeah, but... Okay, keep going. Can I just make jokes? Yeah, you can. I'm without sorry. you trying to make sense of a nonsensical situation. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. So a lot of people mentioned the fact that they would like to go take pictures in public, but are worried about how they um, would look to the passerby. Who fucking cares? Some people do. Some people care. I would be... Bang. Bang. If I said that that didn't cross my mind when I was out there shooting pictures of stuff, sometimes I'll see a really nice picture uh, just in a street photography setting where you just walk down the street and snap anything that happens. Gross. And uh, I, you know, I'll catch eyes with someone and I'll try to smile. A lot of times you're wearing a mask so they can't even tell, but I'll do smile eyes. Uh Right? Little squinty cheek boy eyes. And, uh, cause I got nice cheeks, Yeah, you know, and my cheeks push yeah. my eyes up. Them cheekbones. I got, I don't know if it's cheekbones or just, this is where I store all my sandwiches. Sammy's. And my cheeks. I'm like an Italian squirrel. <laughs> I'm putting bread in my cheeks for the, <laughs> but, uh, so I try to make people feel as comfortable as possible. Right. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that I've passed up really cool pictures because, Someone catches you looking at the last minute. It makes you feel weird. But also, and this is what I was trying to tell other people. It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Right. What's the worst thing that's going to happen in that situation? No hey, one's gonna don't come take a fucking picture of me. Yeah. But as long as you're like polite yeah. and smiling, uh, as long as you don't look like me, a lot of people won't think you're there for nefarious reasons. You know, I, I, I don't know. Nefarious maybe, Bueller's Day Off. Maybe because it's... Uh, because I'm around it so often and like you've had basically a camera our entire relationship uh-huh. and always kind of did take pictures and stuff like that. So like for me, I think it's, uh, it might be slightly different, but I don't find it weird when I see somebody out with their camera, uh-huh. you know, like, or taking pictures of random things or, you know, it's like all of those, almost everyone has an Instagram Almost mm-hmm. everyone looks at pictures, uh, other people's pictures on Facebook. Like yeah. if you're weirded out by seeing somebody take photos in the street, guaranteed, you know, somebody that's taken a photo that you've liked at some point. We've all taken pictures in the street. Yeah. I think we can, we don't have to play games. Can I please see your hand and see what you're looking at? No, because, because... we're mid conversation. Okay. Um, I... Did you ever see that Instagram that's like influencers in the wild? Mm-mm. 
and it's people usually like way far away or sitting in their cars Mm -hmm. and they'll take a video of like a photographer with a pretty girl or somebody a lot of times doing something obnoxious Mm -hmm. in public Mm -hmm. uh, like a like a TikTok person doing a dance but just caught from an outside perspective doing the dance uh-huh. um and on a very basic level especially if it's a very obnoxious and distracting thing that they're doing i get wanting to film those people mm-hmm. and kind of put them on blast a little bit yeah but i've seen a couple i was looking through it the other day and i was like a lot of these people are just like what 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 a little emotional <laughs> where does the spit go when it goes down the wrong pipe where does it go remember that Billie Eilish song where does the spit go you okay I think so but what I saw a lot of excuse me you tell me when you're done I'm done and then I'll know I think so <laughs> Do I need to call the Bambulance? No. What I saw a lot of the... Are you okay? Yeah. What I saw a lot in those videos were people like... They were just like photographers doing a job. Yeah. Or people taking pictures with their phone, which as you said, because everybody has a phone and an Instagram, it's really not the weirdest thing in the world. You don't have to be an obnoxious influencer to be taking pictures in public because mm, everybody has a camera in their pocket. Right. And a lot... More than, I think the purpose of that um, account is to be like, look at how obnoxious these people taking pictures are. But the more I scrolled through it, I was like, these are people who are like trying to have fun Mm -hmm. and trying to, um, you know, in some cases like make art. Or, Or that's how they make money. Or that's how they make money. Don't knock the huss. And then these people taking a a video and like judging it in their cars from way far away are more sad to me than the people being quote unquote obnoxious. Right. Because I see someone in their car being like, those people are having fun. Yeah. Like that person to me has no fun. No. If you're going to be like, oh, I can't wait to put these people on blast for uh, trying to do something relatively out of the box and artsy in public never mind that but who the fuck are you are you the the creative police yeah okay you judgmental piece of shit i would like to have an instagram account called these people have no fun yeah and it's me taking a photo of Uh, somebody trying to be sneaky and filming an influencer in the wild (laughs) have more fun also like uh you got nothing going on right if judgmental judgy police right imagine being late for something because you were like i saw these people i just had to film these people being weird in public guess what i didn't agree with these people doing fucking art uh-huh on my time and i had to see it so mm-hmm. i'm gonna take a picture of them and post the picture of them taking a picture i wonder if it's taking like, a picture i wonder if it's like very good by the way very Thank good you. impression i wonder if it's that they know that they're not going to do anything fun and they're jealous of it. Maybe. I mean. There are things that I think are obnoxious that other people think are really cool. Like um, someone yesterday, there was, you know how they have the, uh, what does Steve and Alana call them? The Sundads or the Wednesdads? 
the group of motorcycle guys who ride through town and are just like the loudest. Yeah. You hear them or people in like the Lamborghinis revving their engines. And um, it's kind of to show, to be, um, what is the best word for it? Not obnoxious, but to be, to like assert their, to let everyone know that they're there. Hey man, guess what? I got a penis. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's dick related. Guess I suppose. What? <laughs> Listen to my pipes. So, but to me, it's like you know, try to people try to be intimidating by revving their engines, and I always feel like saying, like, if I was in a one-on-one confrontational situation with somebody who was revving an engine, uh-huh. I would just be like, hey, can you stop making the machine loud for a second so we could talk about what's really going on yeah. here? Yeah. Like, all you're, you're not tough because you, you're pressing a pedal with your toesies. <laughs> and you're making a machine go louder for a second. It's like the tip, because they, they're like a little bit too short, right? To yeah. reach the pedal. So it's the very the tip, very tip of their, of their boot, toe. Of their yeah. Doc Martin. That's like a, a half size too big so that they could just, just... Barely yeah. reach it. Yeah. Why is there, if you're so tough, why is there such a lift in your boots? Bro. There's a lift in my boots. Toy, Toy Story, Story 1 and 2. And two. <laughs> um, but I never understood that. Unless you made the machine to fight me with, Yeah. I'm never going to be intimidated by you making your truck loud. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that that makes you feel like you have won. Yeah. But you're just making a noise. Um... I guess to tie it all in, these photographers, it's nice when you can go out in public and not disturb anyone, you know? So I I suppose if, if these, if a photographer taking pictures or if a TikToker doing a little dance in the town square really ruffled your feathers and ruined your day. You do whatever you got to do to deal with that. Yeah. And I mean, if somebody (laughs) is to stop you and ask you like, what the hell are you doing, bro? Uh Uh-huh. Just tell them that you're making art. A lot of people, remember when I used to do those walk and talk videos all the time? Mm-hmm. A lot of people used to be like, whoa, I bet all your neighbors look at you like you're weird. And that was never the case. Uh-uh. Or if they did, they never told me about yeah. it, yeah. which also makes zero impact on my life. Right. <laughs> you know? Guess what? Because you still gone do it. Yeah, I'm still gonna do it. Still did it. <laughs> still did it. And uh, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think if you're, if you really have a problem with what somebody else is doing, it better impact you in such a way. I'm not trying to be holier than thou. There are people that do very minimal things, like the noise thing. Yeah. That annoy me. What was that? I got caught. Oh well. I hurt myself. Anyway, yeah. so. All of that is to say, if you feel like you would like to go out in public and maybe shoot photos specifically or take a little video of yourself in public, try not to bother anyone. No one, regardless of what's in your hands or what you're doing, you don't bother anyone. Well, that's a good rule to live. How bothersome is that though? See, that's the whole thing. Yeah, there's no. Do your thing. Just don't be a dick. How about that? Yeah. Uh, about, and I guess that? most importantly is don't worry about what anybody else thinks of yeah. you. Because chances are, if somebody is truly bothered by you taking pictures in public, that person 
has something to hide. Donald, Donald Matter. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> At all. That person has a body in the back of it. <laughs> yeah, don't take pictures around here. I have a body. <laughs> I mean, you have a body. I mean, I got to keep going. <laughs> You yeah, if somebody's really, my car. If somebody's really upset with you for taking pictures, they might have just killed someone. Yeah. And you might be an accessory. Yeah. Speaking of people making things, uh, patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website. Isn't it though? And we also have, you know, specific areas where you could either get a shout out or you can shout something out. When you say areas, do you mean tears of the podcast? That's what I meant. Remember areas. that Lionel Richie do. song, Tears of the Podcast? These eyes. No, no that's, that's not it. Okay. Uh, so Drake McIntosh, who also edits all of our podcasts for us and does such an amazing job, uh, he and his wife uh, have a little... Uh, a little thing going. Um, it's called the. Are you talking about love right now? Well, yes, they do have love and three very beautiful kids. Um, but they also have a, a new Instagram called Alluring Lit uh, account. It's a new Instagram account featuring book reviews and recommendations, beautiful pictures of books, and musings on the feelings and experiences that that reading brings. This project is a brainchild of Miss Podcast <laughs> of Miss Podcast editor Kathleen McIntosh, who works with me to create unique photography to go along with every post. There are only a few things to see on the page so far, but if you are passionate, if you're if you are a passionate reader, I'm so sorry, apparently I am not because I can't even read. But if you are <laughs> Zoya, how many times will you be listening to this podcast? Never. Do um, you give any tips on how to read in the, during no, the podcast? No, but if you are a passionate reader like his wife, then I hope you'll stop by and follow uh, and follow for every recent read. Throwback Thursday, Selfie Sunday, and Series Saturday. Find us at alluring.lit. On Instagram, that's A-L-L-U-R-I-N-G dot L-I-T. So there's that. Tight. Yeah. Thank you, Zoe. You're welcome. Man, that was cool of you. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. No, you're fucking cool. Do you have anything to talk about? Um, Just say no, Zoe. So Don't no, say that. I was um, actually thinking... To cover your spots. So, no. I've had three people ask me this week which I found very weird after the first person had asked me about, you know, how did the podcast start and, you know, what, what was going on and our podcast. Yeah. And, you know, and when did we start recording it? And like, why did we start recording it? Uh huh. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, I was like one night it was, I think the power was out maybe. No. We were just sitting in the dark drinking wine one one late night. We might have thought the power was out at one point. Um, and we just kind of turned on our little blue mics that we had. And we just kind of started talking one night and it just kind of happened, right? And it mm. wasn't something that I really ever thought about or wanted to like really do. 
Um, and you were like, it'll be fun, you know, like, yeah, let's just kind of, let's do it, you know? Good me impression. And that's kind of how it all started, right? And then I remember you wanting to start recording it. And I'm like, why? Why do I, why do we have to record it? You thought it was less weird to just, to talk into microphones well, and not record it? Well, at that point, you were still doing tweet tap. Yes. And no one knew what I looked like. Yes. So, yeah, I thought it was normal. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked that nobody knew what I looked like. <laughs> yeah. And I found it weird. Like, as soon as tweet taps ended, that's kind of when, um, that's kind of when we, uh, we started recording here and there. And then it became a regular thing. Uh huh. But this wasn't ever anything that I wanted to like. Are you quitting? Delve into. No, I love doing <laughs> it now. You know, like I enjoy, I enjoy doing it. But three different people asked me about it this week, which, and it was And you just told clients. them the story like that? Yeah, basically. All right. Why? Is it wrong? No. What it do doesn't you, sound real fun the way you teed it up. <laughs> we there was one night where there we were drinking wine and then we thought the lights were out but they weren't and we recorded it and I thought it was weird and no, now we do even, it. Like, think, think back though. Let's 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 go back. Right. Think back. I remember to... the tweet tap things very well. Right. Which was again for those of you who don't know it was a very long time ago. One of the greatest most easiest jobs I've ever had. I got. It was when YouTube stuff was, was really popular. Mm -hmm. There was this website called Waywire that hired Stay me. Wired. That hired me as they would basically send me like five or ten tweets about daily, whatever, current events mm -hmm. stuff. And they'd just be like, comment on these. So I'd film, usually, yeah, with my camera. And I'd look at my laptop. Didn't have any lights or anything. I would just sit in our in front of our glass deck slider door. Right. And uh, I'd be lit by the morning. I'd the be morning. lit by the morning. The morning light. And uh, <clears throat> and I would just send them like 15 minutes of raw footage. And what happened was five days a week we had this show. So that kind of, that was somebody else's thing. But we have a good dynamic and we like talking to each other. Mm -hmm. And you started being very not involved in that because that was just my thing. But once in a while, you would bring me a coffee or something. Right. And then because you were a private citizen, not of the internet at mm -hmm. that time, they would put like a, a smiley face coffee mug yeah. over your face. So you became known as Coffee Girl. Right. I think on your Twitter icon thing, it still says Coffee Girl. Yeah. I think on our... Logo, it says Mike Falzone and Coffee Girl yeah. because that's how it started. Yeah. It doesn't make the coffee at all anymore. Oh, how things change. Oh, how the tables have turned. But yeah, so like that's that's kind of, and like no one knew really what I look like. and mm -hmm. But then that ended. Right. And we wanted to keep doing something together. Right. So that's where the podcast came from. Right. I don't but remember the time where we were talking into microphones and they weren't plugged in. And then we, it was weird to record. <laughs> I don't remember the weird uh, transitional period that you added in there. And then, so you also have to remember that it also forced us then 
because I was working two jobs mm-hmm. and we hardly saw each other then. We have not seen each other for most of our relationship. It's going to be nine years in February that we're together. How many years have you think that we've seen each other? We've probably seen each other for less than one. We've, we've been going out for about a year and a half, but we've been together for nine years. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, it really forced us to sit down and like really check in with one another and like kind of talk about, you know, like our weeks and kind of whatever. And, and that's how it all kind of started. And it just, it kind of, it gave me like a, Oh moment, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cute. Like when we still do it and we still love each other. Yeah. Kind of. It's nice. But yeah, it was so weird. You know what I I think would be a little nicer? What? <laughs> Nothing. You're going to get mad at me. You're going to get so mad. What's the what's the difference? No, nothing. I wish that sometimes if I'm being on if we could have a production meeting, I <laughs> wish that sometimes I mean that counts. What you just did count mm-hmm. as bringing something to the table mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I'm so I think one of the reasons why we are still together and we don't hate each other is because I like the way you think about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think as a listener of this podcast, because I only listen to your half because mm-hmm. I've heard everything out of my mouth before, <laughs> but I'd like to hear how you feel about stuff more. So I, I know that you have a lot going on always. Mm-hmm. You always have a lot going on mm-hmm. and maybe like topics to bring to the table isn't at the forefront of your mind all the time. And right. I totally understand that and I don't fault you for that, mm-hmm. but I do want to i would be very excited if you turned on the podcast and you were like i'm very excited to talk about this because i was like i think immediately i'm super interested in the way zoya thinks Mm -hmm. if she's passionate about something Mm -hmm. i'm interested to hear what that could be yeah that's the way that's what i think as a fan of yours (laughs) i appreciate you being a fan of mine Uh uh-huh Um, but I think what might be happening is that while I was trying to put that into the wall, the, the new sign, the gigantic sign sign that we have, I broke a drill bit. Uh huh. And I think that when I handed you the drill bit, the broken drill bit, that might be a little bit of sharded drill bit in your finger. Do you think that's what happened? And that's maybe, can I see it? Yeah, but I don't think that I have a shard of drill bit in my finger. Oh no! You pinched your finger between something. Does it hurt? I mean, that only looks like when a I... blood blister. You look like a blood blister. Blood blister. Blood blister. Blood blister. You get caught up in the blood blisters. Blood blood blisters. And then going back to shout outs. Jesse uh, is uh, one of our, our sponsors. He's also Discord Dad. Jesse runs the Discord. Thank you, Jesse. He wants to uh, uh, shout out uh, the Sweet Relief Charity. They, provi- they provide financial assistance to all types of career musicians and music industry workers who are struggling to make ends meet while facing illness, disability, or age-related problems. They have a COVID-19 relief fund, and you can donate at sweetrelief.org and make sure 
to set the fundraiser to T. Clay. That's T-C-L-A-Y. Who, one of our longtime listeners and friend of the Discord, uh, Tatiana Clay, works for them. She works for a nonprofit. That, and she helped set up that um, that charity. So, Tight. yeah. Yeah. And then we got uh, Jonathaney Sleepy Boy Kadori. Sleepy Boy. Sleepy Boy. Now, speaking of sleeping boys, well, Mike fell asleep on the podcast or on the Discord the other night. So, okay. John, or uh, I'm Listen, sorry, Josh. We all get tired. I called him John. <laughs> you don't, Zoe. <laughs> Josh, you're not the only one. Whatever. He wants to give some shout outs to the talented Discord friends. Our pal Tatana, Tatana, who is all over the place this week, is out here killing the sticker game out on her uh, our Instagram at Mindfully Panicking. Also, he'd like to shout out Luke. He's out here making real nice music that'll make your ear say, ooh, boy, that is real nice. Find his stuff on YouTube on at his channel at Luke Bodine. That's L-U-K-E-B-O-D-I-N-E. And then a big shout out to Justine for starting out the YouTube channel. Welcome to our Discord network where stuff from all of us can be uploaded for all to enjoy. Lastly, big, big shout out to the cutest little pup I ever seen. That's going to be Jolene. Bet you didn't know that rhymed. Go look at this cute face on Instagram at Jolene the Ween. That's J-O-L-E-N-E-T-H-E-W-E-E-N. Love you all so much. Bye-bye. That was really nice, Josh. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Do we have questions this week? We do. We've got a ton of questions. Well, then let's fuck them up. We've sorry. got like questions, though, that date back to July 20th. Well, or I'm sorry, June that? 20th. So he's always like, I don't want to do questions. That's fuck them. And I'm like, dude, true. you can't say fuck them. Beth. You have to do the questions. Beth asks, is there a character in a movie that changed your perspective on as you, you changed your perspective on as you got older? Is there a character in a movie that you changed your perspective on as you got older? Fuck, probably. Probably. Um, damn, that's a good, like, thoughtful question. I'm just going to start talking and hopefully an answer will come out. I, yeah, I'm trying to think of... I used to think that Jeremy Piven's character in PCU was a lot more likable than I remember. I thought Jeremy Piven was a piece of crap in Entourage. Okay. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest? I mean, I don't know. Um, a movie, though. A movie. A movie. I'm trying to think, like, back in the day. Back in the day. When I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get back to that. I'm not going to mark that as answered yet. It's a good question. Yeah. I'm going to have to go through my movies, Beth. That Beth is over actually, here killing yeah, it. That's a good topic of conversation. Yeah. Write it down. I write will it write down. it down. Troy What's the asked, next question? Uh, have you been, have there been any types of videos that you've discovered to help make, 
to help take your mind off of things. I'm obsessed with the pimple popper. Dude, you're so weird, man. It's incredible what sometimes comes out of people's bodies, you know? And it's not just pimples, though, either. She, like, takes out, like, like big lipomas and stuff. Like, that shit's crazy. People's bodies, it's like a fucking fatty sack. It's a sack of fat. Got fat sacks. And it's like just like huge, like bulging, <coughs> like fucking things off of people's arms under their armpits, How the back of their neck. That? Why does that happen? Some people's bodies can't break it down. Break it down. I was singing. Why do you always have to do I don't think that I'm the only person, though, that that loves like weird shit like that. Like, I love to watch. dude. They get millions of views with that shit. Like, I love to watch like weird surgeries. Have you guys ever watched a fucking scoliosis surgery? No. Holy shit. I think that's when they take out your spine and they shuffle it like a deck of cards and they go like this and then you're straight again. No, dude. They fucking literally jam a rod in hate there it, and straighten hate it. it. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. It's fucked hate up. It. Like a guitar. They yeah. straighten you out like a guitar. Jamie. Squow now, now, yeah. now, now, now. Squow <laughs> now, now, Basically. It's like a, it's like a super super intensive like crazy, crazy, uh, surgery that all they chiropractors do. also work at Sam Ash. Did you know that? <laughs> Why do you? My grandma used to love surgery. She was always watching people get her knees scoped the fuck out. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it so much, especially once I started having surgeries. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to. I don't. I am in the minority here, but I don't know why people purposely watch things that are going to bum them out. It's not about, it's amazing what like surgeons can do. I don't, I don't really, uh, put those two. Maybe I shouldn't have said both of those in the same sense. Uh I meant like dramas or like really sad movies Mm -hmm. or really like fucked up movies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get everyone is, everyone gets their entertainment, tickle on and everyone's tickled by different entertainment (laughs) i understand that and uh people have different interests and that's just my own personal interest but that stuff always it gives me the shiver me timbers more than it gives me uh an enjoyment of like i don't know like i like like you know i like i i don't know i think i think like sad movies like that also give you something to think about, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's not far-fetched. But I'm always like, it's not far-fetched, right? And things are so emotional now, like real things. So why would you also want to invest emotionally in fake things? Mm. I don't know. I guess it goes back to why does somebody watch the fucking news every goddamn day? Because that's real things. Right. Unless you're watching the fucking fake news. <laughs> fucking fake news, dude. Oh, I hate it. I fucking hate it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think that was as loud as some of the other things that I've done recently. If that is any consolation. But you're here, and you're here when you're doing it. What's louder, the one in your ears? I, I get them or both. The one in your face. Yeah, both. They're both loud. All right, man. Well, I understand that the surgery thing is interesting. It's just not for me. Yeah. So what do you watch? What are are the things that... Things that make me laugh or things that make me feel comfortable. I watch a lot of nostalgic things. I'm also weird. 
I'm also weird. I can, I swear to God, I could watch like an eight hour compilation of like commercials from the nineties mm-hmm. just because I could look at those things and be like, one, I remember my memory as a little kid of those things. Mm-hmm. Two, I could look at it from a production standpoint and be like, this is probably how they did this. This is what they had to work with back then and get enjoyment out of it like that. And I get a lot of weird multi-leveled enjoyment out of nostalgic things. I think that's the, uh, that's the main pull with nostalgia. Yeah. And it makes you feel like safe. Reminds right. you of a time where you were a child. Yeah. You know, I like watching things and not thinking too much about them. Unless it's like a documentary or something like that. Mm-hmm. That I'll, um, I'll watch more of a heavy documentary when I have the emotional capacity to do it. Mm-hmm. Because it's real and maybe you could learn something from it. Right. Not that you couldn't learn something from a story. I guess just everyone's tastes are different. Right. I think that, who's the guy, the Canadian guy, the photographer that you watch? And I've literally gotten in, like, enthralled in several. Peter McKinnon? I don't know. I don't know what his name is. What does he look like? Young chap? He's a good looking guy. Younger. Long uh, hair, tattoos? uh, Beard? No. The clean cut guy that has, like, he just, like, opened up, like, his own, like, little studio. And, like, he's a photographer and, like, he goes into and then uh, he also, like, re-edits other people's photos sometimes. Peter McKinnon? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, I, like, you have that on the background. And I remember, like, when quarantine first started, like, there was probably, I don't know, like, six hours that he was on. And I was just, like, watching. It wasn't like six hours. I'm exaggerating, but dude, I like, like um, three or four hours straight. I really like uh, learning stuff from what's on, mm-hmm. even if it is on in a background capacity. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm sitting on the couch or if I'm sitting in my office uh, uh, editing photos, mm-hmm. I'd love to have a good photographer on in the background in case you, you know, something that they said or tried inspires you to try something. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Right. I got one of those yearly subscriptions to Masterclass. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. When I'm just sitting there um, doing emails or writing or planning on something, I'll watch those Masterclass things and I'll, that's just like straight up like uh, intravenous learning. Yeah. I've learned how to dress myself better from watching these. Yeah. I learned, you know, it shaped the way I write jokes because of Masterclasses. Mm certain ones um steve martin and tan france are the two that i'm talking about tom morello has a cool guitar one that i might watch at some point Uh but i like that's what i get out of stuff i like learning i don't like feeling so much unless it's like a again like a funny thing or like a safe nostalgic thing yeah i was talking to somebody the other day that they were like i miss going to school dude i was just about to say especially in college I wish I didn't fuck off so much in college. You can fuck off right now. That's Zoya's new segment, Fuck Off Right Now. (laughs) (laughs) Zoya, is there anything else in your life that you could tell to fuck off right now? Mike Mike Falzon. Fuck off. 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 F
Okay, well, that's very mean and mean spirited as well. Lou asks, any. Oh, I was I'm in sorry. the middle forgot, of getting revved I'm up. I'm so sorry. Go, go ahead. I was getting revved the I know, fuck I'm up. I'm so sorry. Soy. School, go back. You wish you didn't fuck the fuck off. I wish I didn't fuck the fuck off in college. Yeah. Especially. All right? Okay. Because I think that especially my elective classes, mm-hmm. I think were very, very interesting. And I could have gotten a lot more out of those if I wasn't so terrified all the time about like, I got to pass this class mm-hmm. and I have I have to have the most fun as possible. Yeah. And it didn't really, the whole way I looked at college, I was like, I just need to get a degree so I could just have it so I could be a musician. Right. But at least I have it. So I was always concerned with doing the bare minimum. And then once in a while, there would be a class that would really like um, uh, spark genuine interest. And I would look forward to the class, even though it was still kind of hard for me. Like my black studies class, I really liked human sexuality. There was, I took a poetry class that was awesome. There was a class I took just on evil. That was one of those like extra summer courses because I used to have to take regular classes and then extra summer courses because I was always a couple credits behind because of the way I yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter. Um, but I think there was interesting stuff all along the way that I maybe missed because I was half paying attention or just not invested. Right. And now it's like every you know, masterclass is like an elective that you take as an adult that you really want to get something out of. And that's the cool thing about like, you can kind of shape your own education by, by, you know, maybe I'll learn these three different, but related skills. And then that'll help me do X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. you know, but you don't think, I didn't think like that in college because I didn't really know how any of my classes were going to help me be a better musician. Right. And they could have, but I didn't pay attention to them in the right way. Right. So do you wish that you could take other classes? I fucking hated school. Uh-huh. I hated all of it. I get it. I hated being so close to people. I hated, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I don't know. I hated know. being close to people. What's I, that about? You know what I miss is I miss taking hair classes. Mm-hmm. And Jamie and I, uh, funny enough, have been talking about you know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it keeps it keeps buzzing. Yeah. Um, it's almost like there's a button that would stop stop it from happening. Let's get and fuck off. <laughs> um, I guess that's what I I guess for me that that for me has always been something that. I enjoyed taking, you know, classes and you mm-hmm. all of a sudden feel like rejuvenated when you've learned something new or a new technique or, you know, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to go back and take Algebra 1. Right. But like that can... stuff. Well, who I, gives I a don't fuck miss about that. that. But like for, you know, for what I do, I like and I enjoy watching, you know, and during quarantine, I watched so many virtual classes and that's like the only way. I'm really getting any kind of like new education, whatever, you mm-hmm. know? So there's definitely a lot of people that I follow and whatever that I really enjoy watching them work mm-hmm. because it also gives me a way to be creative. Right. It's interesting when you can draw like a direct 
connection between what the class is and how it could help you do what you do to make money better Mm -hmm. or do what you do to enjoy yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. even if you're not a professional photographer, but you like it, you want to watch things that'll make you better at it. Mm -hmm. And then that, like you said, it rejuvenates you. It makes you excited to Mm -hmm. go out there and and do it more Mm -hmm. and better. Yeah. 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 Yes. That was a good question, Troy. Thank you. Uh, Lou asks, any advice for an extrovert living alone for the first time? Dude, I was watching, this has nothing to do with the question. Mm. I was watching Fox business and the woman, what are they called? Like the correspondent or the The reporter or whatever the fuck, not a reporter, whatever they are. They just give you their opinions about what's happening in the world Uh in a television studio. Okay. Screaming the entire time. About what? Anything. Anything, just anyone. She was talking to someone over, you know, they do the satellite interview or the fucking whatever it is, just screaming, just screaming out. (laughs) And I'm like, how do people just have this on in the background forever? Sonically, take all of the uh, political opinions or personal opinions or emotions out of it. Right. How do people listen to the sound of screaming? For hours on end. I'll never understand it. I I can't. I and, can't sit there and listen to... I get... When clients are in my chair and they're really loud, sometimes... I, I just... I can't. Are you behind them a lot of the time? Yeah. So the mouth goes out? Yeah. And then when you're in front of them, they're yelling in your face? Yeah. I think a lot of they're wearing masks, right? Or are you talking well, about now all they the time? are now they are, but yeah. But you're talking about always and yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like I know that I can be loud. Yeah, for sure. But I'm not loud like like that. Like Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your How advice is it different? for an extrovert? I don't know. Um Some people, and I've said this before, say names, just like the sound of their voice. (laughs) Yes. And (laughs) they like for people to be able to hear what they are talking about and know whatever. It's like that lady in, in Whole Foods that, that one day, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mike was like, there's the loudest lady I've ever heard in my entire life talking about her stupid, dumb, boring life. Yeah. In Whole Foods. And everyone can fucking hear it. Like, that's frustrating. But we it's need bad advice. It's the line back. I mean, I'm down for anyone talking about their life. Mm-hmm. And if you enjoy your life and you want to have a conversation about it, great. Mm-hmm. If it's holding up the line mm-hmm. and everyone's already in a bad mood because mm-hmm. they got to stand fucking 35 feet away from each other and wear a mask, mm-hmm. then it gets into a situation. Because yeah. then I got to not only hear about your dumb life, mm-hmm. but I have to hear everyone behind me being like, oh, <laughs> yeah (laughs) and then you're in a shit sandwich and it's terrible welcome back to shit sandwich any advice for an extrovert living alone for the first time no um just go i mean as be safe but go do stuff yeah i um i was talking to zoe about this a little while ago that i this year i've become more introverted And I really like my time completely alone and quiet. 
And I don't know if that's just like a break from years of being very extroverted, Mm -hmm. but it happened and I don't love it. Yeah. So if you like being extroverted, go out there and fucking exercise your shit as safely as possible. Right. But I will say, you know, you're kind of a, I don't know scientifically, but it seems like you're, you're a product of how your life is going. Right. So if you live alone and you want to spend a lot of, and you're going to spend a lot of time alone, you're going to have to exercise that extrovert, extrovert. Ugh. I feel like I don't have a choice but to be an extrovert. Yes. But if I could, I would be a total introvert. introvert. Uh-huh. Like I don't ever have to see anyone. Well, even ever again. <laughs> right. That's not, I don't think that you're, you're great, especially around your friends. You can be like life of the party, mm-hmm. but you're not, you don't have the personality of like everyone look at me all the time. You're even back to what you were saying about school. You didn't like being around that many people. You don't like whatever. You're not like, you're great and you're fun and you have like leadership qualities and all this shit, but you don't have the, hey everyone, let's do it Yeah. type shit. Yeah. Like even when we started going back to like doing the podcast stuff, like I always said, like, I don't want this to be, I hate you right now. Well, check it. Feed the uh, chickens. I... I never, I was like, this is your thing. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to be like a YouTube, you know, I don't want to be on YouTube. I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want any of it. You don't like, want to be an influencer in the that's wild. That's your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it kind of, oh, it just kind of, you know, I, because of what I do, I have to be on, mm-hmm. you know, like I miss my very small group of friends that I have, you know, mm-hmm. um, like even my best friend, she still lives so close to everyone. Mary, I was talking to her yesterday and she was like, I still talk to you more than I talk to anybody else. And she's like, and we miss each other for like two weeks at a time. Yeah. Most of the time. Cause we try to like catch up at least once a week. You know, we text each other, miss you, love you, you know, whatever. Hey. And then like I'll FaceTime her on my way into work or um, or call her on my way into work or FaceTime her during a break or whatever. It's different. It Your be. friendships become different mm-hmm. as you get older mm-hmm. and they become, especially, <clears throat> you know, if you're lucky enough to get a spouse and a family and a job and a house, mm-hmm. you just have all these other things you got to worry about right. before checking in with someone. Yeah. Cause checking in with someone is something you have to like decide to, to do. do. Right. You know? And a lot of times when you live in close proximity, which is why, like, if you have a bunch of friends now and your life isn't that involved, maybe you got school and jobs, but you don't have like a, you know, a family or a baby you got to watch after all the time. Mm -hmm. Talk to as many people as possible because it's not always going to be like that. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And then make sure, make sure that you go above and beyond and make an effort with the people who you want to stick around. Right. And then, you know, she had to like rush off the phone because I called her and she was like in the process of making dinner for her family. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm sorry, the girls were starving. Blah, blah. And I was like, why are you sorry? Like, I get it. Like, I'm fucking, I'm flying solo, basically, girl. Yeah. I was like, it's just me and Mike. I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, like I, I'm available whenever, uh-huh. unless I'm with a client. But yeah. If you're available whenever, why don't we ever hang out? I'm busy. 
Dude, that um, was another reason why we started doing this show because we would have an excuse to talk to each other. Yeah. I said anyway. that earlier. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Zoe. That's okay. Um, we can continue questions back from June next week if you want. Can we do one more? Yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, Kayla asks... I'm looking into buying my first car as an adult human. I'm so sorry. You know what's interesting so in reading voice is super loud, but talking voice is less than. Why do you think that is? Zoya? I don't know. Maybe because I'm up on the mic. I'm Why up, not just talking to I'm, the mic all the time? I'm up on it. <laughs> dude, you can't fucking <laughs> roll it out on the mic, dude. Roll it out on the mic? No, just say the shit. Any suggestions on how to talk and behave okay. so I'm not an easy mark for a car dealer? Good luck, Zoya. Also... Any car suggestions? Oh, dude. This is Zoya's whole shit. Not so, only Zoya, but my mom also has whatever gene this is. And it's the best to have one member of your crew or relationship know how to talk to these people. Zoya? First and foremost, do not book anything else for that day. Plan on being at the car dealership forever that day. 10 hours, 12 hours, 16 hours, depending on what time you get there, go early so you can break someone down. Because if you're gonna, if they're going to waste your day, waste theirs also. Fuck yeah, that's good advice. Because if they are going to, if let's say you get there as soon as the dealership opens up at like nine o'clock, right? Get there early. That guy that's helping you, A, wants that sale and B, cannot leave until you leave. Keep saying no. Make sure you go in with the price that you want, no matter what it is. I love my RAV4. It's 2017. I really love the car. I think it's great. Um, Toyotas are great cars. Um, They last forever. Um, And if you don't want to pay what the ticket price is, you don't have to. You can talk them down. And the longer you're there, the more that they will give you. Um, Dude, um... Your willingness to not be there anymore, regardless of how many hours you've already put into the conversation mm-hmm. and just walk away without buying a car, mm-hmm. that's the deal. Yeah. That's the total deal. So even, I mean, I went and spent the first time I went, when I went to go buy this car, I had spent, what, five or six hours there? Tenori. And I walked away. And then I went back a week later and I stayed like, it was like eight hours. I'm not even joking. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. So my neighbors actually bought a car last week and I told them if they have waited until this Sunday, I would have been able to like help them out. Also, they're our neighbors. (laughs) I mean. Saying. Um. Wow, this just kind of got awkward. Um, but, you know, I, I saw them, uh, I think it was like Monday or something, and I had stuff going on last Sunday. I was working, I think. And I saw them on Monday, and he was just so stressed out, and he felt like you could just see like the sadness like in his, the buyer's his remorse. Bo- body language or whatever, and he's like, man, I fucked up, you know? Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh no, what happened? He's like, I bought the car and now I feel like a sucker. And I was like, oh, dang. That's not a good feeling. You never want to feel, anytime you feel like uh, taken, like, yeah, yeah. that's no good. No, it's not. Hate it, it sucks. That's yeah. the worst fucking feeling. So, you know, I mean, just make sure that you are getting what you want out of it. And talk the taxes and fees into the price of the car. Even if they are adamant about, I'm already giving you a deal at, you know, 17,999, uh, at like, and make sure that your, your, the, the percentage on the car, like on, on your loan is lower than four point something. Try and get it down to like 1.9 if you can. Um, have an idea. Tell me if this is wrong. Cause you know better than mm-hmm. I do, but have an idea of what you want to pay for something. Monthly. <clears throat> Go, but going into it mm-hmm. and then don't leave there without that price and have it be realistic, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, if you were, they're always going to like say, if you give them a halfway good, uh, starting point, they're going to start there and then they're going to work little things into it to bump it back up. Right. They're going to be like, okay, we could do that, but then let's do this. We'll yeah. add this. And by the end of it, like, you know, you start with what you, and then it bumps it up. And then if you could be like, no, no, I said, that's what I wanted to pay for it out the door. Right. Then that's when you could. Yeah. And make sure you leave. include taxes and fees into that. Yeah. You know, um, we almost walked out on Mike's car because the guy thought I was a stupid. A stoop. We got like four or five thousand dollars off of Mike's car. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I got four grand off of mine. Yeah. You know? It's it's all you and guys, we used all remember, that money on this sign. Yeah, remember that everything is negotiable, especially when it comes to car dealers. Especially if it came off of a lease. They've already made their money on it. They've, you know, there's so many things. I wish I could just go buy cars with people all the time. There has to be, that should be a service. <clears throat> if you could just have a pants suit and you fucking, you walk in with families like you're a, like you're their lawyer representative yeah. and you walk in with families and you're always like an extended member of the family. You live in the house, but yeah. you're the aunt or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. Trying to get back on her feet. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't believe in, uh, I fucking loathe car dealers. Dude, we're going to get you a bus ad and it says buy a car with Aunt Zoya. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, oh, Zoya's selling cars now? And you're like, mm-mm. No, no, mm-mm, no. I'm buying cars for you and your family. I'm helping everybody buy cars. For the price that I want. Yeah. Yeah. That's, My price. Yeah. That's how it's going to go down. Um, I do want to say thank you. Uh, the sign that we bought is beautiful. And I'm a big fan. Uh, it's not a sponsorship or anything, but I did want to shout out the company because I'm just super impressed with it. And it seems like it's good build quality. It seems like it's going to last a while. It's a welcome addition to our set. How would you say this? Elitist? 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 E-L-I-S. Let me see. Right here. Uh, I don't know if it was some kind of fancy. I-T-I-S-T. Yeah. Canvas. They do neon signs. They do custom ones. They have a bunch of uh, 
ones that they've already made that you could order. Um, but they're real easy to work with and they're real nice and we appreciate it very much. Yeah. What else? We have uh, all of our Halloween t-shirts at WTOP.clothing. Mm-hmm. We have yeah, a we'll... special purple uh, crew neck wet bench. Wet bench. And, and wet, wet bench. bench hoodie. Uh, no, no, no. Crew neck. Yep. That only 20 are being made. I think a bunch of them already got scooped up before we even had the chance to advertise them. That's cool. So see if that's still around. You could check um, that out at WTOP.clothing or you can go to our Instagram, where we're always talking about stuff like that, which is like welcome underscore to underscore so on and so forth. Um, Please check out the sponsors that we talked about before. Let us know what you think about the sign and how leal it looks in the wide shot. But I swear to God, it is nice. Oh, wide shot's off. Great. Back on. There we go. I hope we started that camera at the beginning. Man, a lot to think about. But we will be faced with the truth of all these consequences as soon as we upload the podcast. But that means we have to stop the podcast now, which also means we're going to join you next week with a brand new set of topics. Uh, Zoya will mostly bring most of the topics to the table and then we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. I doubt it. You guys, uh, I'd like to say another shout out to Drake and uh, and Kathleen. Go follow their, pod, uh, their <clears> Instagram. <throat> and uh, thank you, Drake, for doing the editing. Drake, us. build us out. Uh, this week. Not no. only does Drake do a great job. Drake bailed you out. Zoya, eat it. Nice. Uh, Zoya. No, you're Zoya. Drake. <laughs> uh, we had a situation where we needed to find another editor uh, last minute for Dynamic Banter this week. Drake stepped up. So it's super special. Thank you to Drake. Now that I'm done saying your name the right way, Drowned Counter-Mean does the full um, unedited version of this podcast, as well as the clips that go up on um, youtube.com slash Mike Falzone. What are you trying to do? Sorry. You don't know what you're doing. I think that's what it is. Is that what it is? I don't know. This is how they all sound together. You guys, uh, as you all know, we typically end our show with our $10 shout outs, and that kind of goes a little something like this. Uh, Gabe Erdhart, Erdhart, Mariah Douglas, Adam Sharnu, Chili Filson, Little Kiwi Mingi, Tyler Swanson, Gavin Walsh, Crossed Up, Yep Nasty, Emily Buck, Tomato Squeezer, Jackie Ham, Cassidy Ford, The Guy with Long Hair, Jane, Jamie Blair, Clock Ten. Rick R. Mortis, Andrew Vanderhelm, Chris, oops, just Blueberries, Soraya Mack, Bobster Jazz, Will Nye, the Discord Guy, Ankles Broken, Jason Perryman, Benjamin Putz, Marcus Oreo, Ghost Justin Crockett, Matthew Creason, Lexi Parlier, Marquise Cruz, Beth Bush, Shiggity Diggity 12, Shaylin O'Mara, Laura M. Suarez, Ryan Ashbrook, Corey Griffiths, Riley, Riley Dunn, Frederick and Bretson, Taylor, Christina Camille, Mills Nyquist, Belinda Allen, Erwin Gaver, Katie H., Alyssa Morano, Claire Ochesky, Mr. Feeney, Pinhead Larry, 
Josh Thuppen, Maya Melvick, Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilcock, Micah Espritu, Kyla Johnson, Moist, ugh, Tyler, you bastard, I hate that word, Moist, uh, Jules Run, Aubrey Ferreira, Stink Wrinkles, Faith Borga, Grant Levisure, Chad Clark, Kendall Marie, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, what is Cat? Bailey and Kirk, uh, I did it again this week. Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Luke Bodine, Katie Taylor, Mackenzie Bapple, hey, Bapples are coming back. Uh, Kate Farrow, Gabrielle Silco, Alice May Mulvaney, Shane Welch, Jacob Alvey, Siobhan Fenty, Ivan, uh, Evan, uh, Canoe, Good Humans Pod, Milky Beans, Antlier, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Hannah McCary. Lillian Carrillo, Lillian Carrillo, Lillian Carrillo. I thought this was going to sound like something else. <laughs> Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Hannah Warman. Benjamin Spooks. Spooks. Benjamin Spooks. I get it. Chelsea Thomas, Gary Parsons, Bryden Cloughsmith, Logan Snyder, Emily Borky, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Christina Kane, Kristen Kane. I don't know why I just called you Christina. <laughs> just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G Bear, Helen Ford, Superfloss, Tatiana Clay. Danielle D. Verona, John Robinson, Katie A., Valerie York, Scott Harrington, The Headless Horseman Dingo, Katie Lee G., Rob DeVette, Patrick Leonard Sajak, Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath, Monique Quistorf, Troy R., Felicia Shamberry and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys had fun. We love doing this for you, and we love you guys so much. And I hope you guys like our new sign. Uh, we were really excited about it, uh, that we wouldn't even start this without hanging it. It looks really good, though. I really, really, I'm really liking it. No one knows what we thought it was going to be bigger. You guys, <coughs> that's what she said. Bye. <laughs>